The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Good morning, White Sox fans. This is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Tuesday, June 14, 2022. I'm Josh Nelson. The Chicagoland area saw some gnarly storms last night as the White Sox and Tigers game was ongoing. Wind gusts up to 85 miles per hour were reported at the O'Hare Airport as most of Cook County was under a tornado warning for about an hour. While people's yards are a bit messy because of the wind, the White Sox and Tigers game started messy as well. If you listen to Monday's Sox Machine podcast, I mentioned how Jose Abreu needs to start hitting for power, especially the home run variety. He capitalized with a two-run shot, his eighth of the season, in the first inning to give the White Sox an early 2-0 lead. That set the table for Lance Lynn making his 2022 season debut. After suffering a knee injury late in spring training, Lynn didn't appear in a competitive game until his rehab starts down in Charlotte in late May. It wasn't a great stretch of rehab starts for Lance Lynn, but he felt physically fine to pitch for the White Sox. It wasn't a great start. Lynn was very hittable early and coughed up that two-run lead by giving up two runs in the first inning and then another run in the second inning. Do you remember how Lynn looks facing the Houston Astros? It was just like that. Then something interesting happened between innings. Lynn was visibly upset at Joe McEwing in the dugout, which cameras caught the spat. Looking over replays, Lynn was visibly upset when Cody Clements, Rogers' son, got his first career base hit on a grounder that beat the shift. Lynn made a hand gesture to suggest that if Lurie Garcia was playing in a normal second base position, he fields Clemens' grounder. Even though Lynn could be in the wrong when it comes to arguing about shift defensive alignment, it's refreshing to see some fire from someone within the White Sox clubhouse calling out the coaching staff because it's remarkable that Joe McEwing is still around. He was part of Robin Ventura's staff that became Rick Renteria's bench coach. And it was a no-brainer he stuck with Tony La Russa as he played under him in St. Louis. But suspect sends at third base and now a clearly angry starting pitcher at the White Sox shift defense suggests maybe McEwing is not that great of a coach. Hell, put Daryl Boston in the same group. I'm not sure why he's still around either. 
That exchange is what many will continue talking about the White Sox this morning. Lynn, after the game, told beat reporters what the spat was about, and he said, quote, He was trying to get me going. He kept telling me that filet is better than ribeye. I'm more of a ribeye and potatoes guy. He's a filet and, like, Caesar salad. I just told him he was wrong, and then he went back to coaching third, end quote. Gotta like that answer from Lance Lynn. As for the game, Lynn's debut start, he only lasted four and a third innings as he threw 88 pitches. Lynn gave up 10 hits, again, very hittable. Allowed three earned runs, didn't walk anyone, so that was good. He struck out four and allowed one home run. When Lynn left the game, the White Sox had the lead. Reese McGuire hit a double and scored on Danny Mendick's RBI single after another base hit by A.J. Pollock, and he's starting to warm up. Luis Robert had runners on first and second. On an 0-2 count, the Tigers reliever Will Vest decided to challenge Robert with an inside fastball instead of a sweeping slider. It was an odd decision, and it worked out great for the White Sox as Robert singled to right field, giving the White Sox a 4-3 lead. But as Yasmani Grandal was officially placed on the IL due to pack spasms before the game, Jake Berger might be joining him. During his swing, Berger got hit in the hand, which is a very painful strike. Even though he tried to shake off getting hit in the hand, Berger was eventually replaced by Sebi Zavala in the lineup. X-rays were negative, so Berger is day-to-day with the bruised right hand, but really have to pay attention to see how that hand swells overnight. And this is unfortunate because Berger is red hot at the plate for the White Sox. Thanks to some terrible defense from Detroit, the White Sox pushed their lead to 7-3. It started with back-to-back singles from Yoan Makata and Lurie Garcia, which is a minor miracle these days. Facing left-handed reliever Andrew Chafin, Reese McGuire decided his best route in having a productive at-bat was laying down a bunt. Chafin got to the bunt in time to make a throw in attempting to get Makata out at third base, but boy... His throw was awful as it bounced into left field. Harold Castro was called for fielder's interference as he was trying to prevent Yohan Makata in advancing to home. I can't blame him for trying. But Lurie Garcia also zoomed around third and scored on the throwing error. Andrew Vaughn picked up an RBI with a single, driving in McGuire to make it 7-3. Next in the White Sox bullpen bridge was Bennett Sosa as he was trying to get out of the jam that Kyle Crick left him with runners on the corners. You wouldn't believe it, but Souza allowed two of the inherent runs to score, but not the lead, because Danny Mendick made a very nice play with a spinning throw to get out of the jam and keep the White Sox ahead. Souza pitched another inning, but this time is a 1-2-3 inning. Sure, the Detroit Tigers hit very far fly balls, but they were all caught. Next in line was Tanner Banks, and he also went 1-2-3 in the eighth inning. Sure, the Detroit Tigers made very loud contact, but the fly balls were caught. Somehow, it's still a two-run game, 7-5, but that did not last long. Remember the weather I mentioned that hit Chicago? Well, some of the aftermath was making its way to Detroit. With rain beginning to fall in the ninth inning, Luis Robert picked up another hit to start the inning. Then Jose Abreu destroyed another fastball to straightaway center field, a mammoth 444-foot homer 
from Jose Abreu, his second homer of the game, gave the White Sox a 9-5 lead, his ninth home run of the season. Graveman took over ninth inning duty, struck out two, and it was a clean outing. The White Sox won 9-5. The Chicago White Sox have scored six-plus runs in five straight games, which is a great sign with how poor they have been performing this season. The White Sox pitching staff have given up five-plus runs in four of their last five games. So, yeah, the offensive outburst is going to be needed. Jose Abreu was three for four with two homers and four RBIs. He also walked, so he reached base four times last night. Luis Garcia went three for five. Luis Robert, A.J. Pollock, and Andrew Vaughn all had two hits. The White Sox are now 28-31. and 31. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tonight, the White Sox and Tigers have game two of this series. While the Tigers are not sure who will be starting this game against the White Sox, they'll be facing their nemesis, Dylan Cease. Cease is the Tiger tamer for a reason. In 10 career starts, Cease is 9-0 with a 2.08 ERA in 56 and a third innings with 67 strikeouts to just 17 walks against the Detroit Tigers. In his one start against Detroit this season, Cease went five innings, allowed two hits, just one earned run, walking three and struck out eight. Cease really needs a good start to break out of this funk that he's in. In his last two starts against Tampa Bay and the Los Angeles Dodgers, Cease had to leave in the fifth inning in both of those games as he walked seven against the Rays and then imploded against the Dodgers after some bad third base defense from Jake Berger. Nevertheless, a preseason dark horse Cy Young candidate, Cease has been off that track for a bit and could use another strong performance against Detroit. Hell, the White Sox bullpen could use a light day. The first pitch is at 6.10 p.m. Central Time, and you can watch it on NBC Sports Chicago, or you can watch the game with us as we'll host another watch party with our friends from the 108, it's easy to join us. Just click on the link within the watch party post on SoxMachine.com. Confirm your cable streaming TV subscription. And you can watch the game with us as we deliver live commentary. And you can live chat with other fans. Look forward to seeing everyone at the watch party as it starts at 6 p.m. Central Time. No minor league games on Monday. But before we get to news and scores around Major League Baseball... Tonight, both Tim Anderson and Aloy Jimenez should be in the lineup for the Charlotte Knights. Jimenez will be 
restarting his rehab that could last up to 20 days as he dealt with quote-unquote leg soreness. And Anderson is looking to bounce back from his groin injury. Joe Kelly is expected to join the White Sox tonight in Detroit to provide some much-needed bullpen help. Scores around Major League Baseball. Alec Manoa is now 8-1 on the season with a 1.67 ERA as the Toronto Blue Jays scored seven runs in the fifth inning to bash the Baltimore Orioles 11-1. The Blue Jays had 19 hits as a team. Reese Hoskins hit a walk-off double as the Phillies beat the Marlins 3-2. The Fighting Phils are 31-30, and they serve as an inspiration for the White Sox of possibly going on a run and getting themselves back into contention. Pittsburgh was up 5-0 after five innings in St. Louis. And then the wheels came off as the Cardinals woke up scoring five runs at the bottom of the sixth inning and continued the offensive onslaught late as they won. And the Atlanta Braves got some bad news. Ozzie Albies left the game against the Washington Nationals in the fifth inning after he fractured his left foot. That will do it for today's White Sox wake-up call. If you just discovered Sox Machine or have been a long-time lurker, help support us on patreon.com slash Machine. Our Patreon supporters receive exclusive content, ad-free versions of the podcast and website, and the first opportunity to receive our Sox Machine swag. Monthly plans start at just $2, and you can save with an annual subscription. Again, the website is patreon.com slash Machine. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Sox Machine and follow me at Sox Machine underscore Josh. Thanks for listening to the White Sox Wake Up Call. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.